Howdy, everyone. If you enjoy the show, join our free Discord. Link in the description and chat with the cast. Please leave a review and consider joining our Patreon for behind-the-scenes content and more. Tears start at a dollar, and even that helps us out. To stay up-to-date with episode releases and more, follow us on Twitter at Riftwake Podcast. Previously on Riftwake, we're introduced to Damien Darkhoof, the Minotaur Cleric, who was pushed by destiny to the library of Freehaven's Academy for Heroes and Rapscallions. After an encounter with the being who claimed to be They Who Hungers, the party set off in search of answers, but only found more questions at the hands of the cleric professor, Elias Dawnstar, and the principal Octavian Aberrant. A prophecy was revealed, and a hidden complex below the barrows was uncovered. Hi there, my name is Josh, and I'm the dungeon master of Ridgeway. I'm Kane, and I play Krukituki, the half-orc bard. I'm Remy, playing Tilsrubal Nezarek, Dragonborn Sorcerer. Uh, line. I mentioned I play Raisin Tornberg, the ghostwise halfling rogue. And I'm Mark, and I play Damien Darkhoof, the Minotaur Cleric. We hope you'll enjoy this episode, and welcome, welcome to, to Riftwake. That's my life! <laughs> <laughs> Mom, he's treading on my lines. So I believe that that rundown was sufficient enough. Y'all had, I believe y'all had spoken to everyone that y'all wanted to speak to at this point. And so your second day, school day is beginning to wind to a close. Uh, Ray is able to approach basically all of y'all before y'all go your separate ways to the uh, assorted club meetings. Um, what does Ray say? Hey, guys, 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 guys. Guys. Uh, what did I find? Right. All right. So I had a treasure map, right? And it takes me to like the barrows and there's like a dungeon thing. And, uh, a, another, another gang found it first and, uh, we can totally explore it and get part of the money. Uh, yeah. what you just mentioned, there's a gang though. Yeah, yeah, uh, like, we can help them, and then they give us money. Did, did you have a lot of sugar? I mean, yeah, maybe a little bit, but, you know, yeah. Is, and, and Damien's going to look at the others and be like, does he, does he normally come up with things like this? I mean, we've only known him for a couple of days. But this, the energy is normal. The suggestion's a bit out there, though. But treasure. Huh. Well, guys, uh, guys I, treasure. I, I'm down. Yeah. Uh, what? You said gang. I, I explained. Well, it's a group of people that like to gather in large numbers and occasionally beat up other people. And other stuff, but they're they're cool guys. I talk to them. It's fine. And you don't think that they'll simply beat us up and keep any treasure? Well, I mean, they could they could find the treasure without us, but I have a map, so you know we can do it easier. Just turn to the others. Just does this seem like a trap to anyone else? Because this seems like a trap to me. I'd like to point out they did not beat me up and take my map. That this is, is actually a fair argument. Okay. Is this the kind of thing that we should tell someone in case they later decide to beat us up and take the map? Possibly. I don't know. I feel like that... Uh... Everybody let your mom know. Oh, wait. Not <laughs> bad. <laughs> Those mice. Ouch. <laughs> wait, do we all have dead mothers? Is this even Gellion? <laughs> Everyone except Gruki has a dead mom. <laughs> ah. For now. <laughs> well, you know what we gotta do, boys. Time to kill Grookey's mom. Oh, I thought you were going to say, yes, we should go tell the principal, since he probably would not care about shadier activities. Yeah, but I don't think he'd care if we got beat up and killed either, but... That is also a fairly good point. And then he'd start talking again about that Do curse. we know any other professors that we think would actually be helpful and trustworthy? 
We're not going mm. to my professor. Uh, yeah, y'all all have each your assorted professors, and then <laughs> y'all have been speaking a lot to Elias Donstar. No, uh, but y'all don't really seem to want to talk to him anymore. All right, understandable. <laughs> I mean, Crooked Dookie thinks that part teacher, um, pretty chill, you know. Uh, the vice principal kind of seemed like a stick in the mud. He probably wouldn't approve. Uh, there's this student council. You could let them know that you're working after hours. Um, so this is Academy of Heroes and the Rapscallions. Yeah. Uh, who are the Rapscallion type teachers? Yeah, probably oh, mine. Definitely the rogue teacher. I mean, Grookey would vouch for the bard teacher. Yep, the bard teacher definitely was a person. Should we speak to the bard teacher then? Again, I feel that having someone know if we've gone off would be a good idea. Just in case. But if you disagree, say so. Is a bard teacher going to hit on us? I mean, I've heard about bards. It's a bard teacher, so yes. <sighs> the bard teacher has yet to hit on any students. That while, uh, while they're students. <laughs> while they're students. Uh, but Grookey Doogie has not seen the bard teacher uh, hit on anyone so far. For some far. reason, I'm imagining Midnight from My Hero Academia. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I've played this guy before. We know what he sounds like. All right. Well, we're we're definitely not going to to Elias. Let's. Uh... My teacher would probably take the map. So yeah. do we want to talk to the bard teacher then? Let's go there. What's the worst thing that happens? They suck us into a dumb story. All right, y'all head back into the uh, into the academy and begin uh, meandering your way through the halls. Make your way to the bard teacher's classroom. He's just sitting there on his desk, Smoking strumming baby. his guitar. He quickly puts out a cigarette on his uh, on his desk and throws it out the window. Hey, prestidigitation uh, away the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all doing? Is this like a little after school meet and greet? I don't know if y'all are on my schedule. You sound skeezy. Hmm? Uh, hello, yes. Um, you know me, Grookey Dookie? I was, of course, um, you're class. one of my students. How could I yes. forget your Grook? The Grook, uh, sir. Thank you. The Grook. Grook Reno. Uh, me and my friends are, um, we want mm -hmm. to go to library and explore, and if we die, we want people to know that we are dead, so we tell you, because we think you're cool, and won't rat on us, you know. You know, bro, that's super cool of y'all. Library currently closed down while they're investigating the murder of the librarian. Yeah, we so actually, actually what? sorry, quick tangent, but that reminds me of something. What mm -hmm. is the status of resurrection in this world, Josh? Uh, it's the same as the status of the resurrection uh, in Riftwake. There okay. is none. Okay, just wanted to be sure of that. Yeah. We are still in the world of Riftwake, even if we're not technically on yeah, the world of We're in the of multiverse Riftwake. of Riftwake. Yeah. All right, thanks, Josh. I'll <laughs> see you. So y'all cannot go to that library, you know, sucks. It's a bummer. Uh, I mean, you could break in, I guess, but then y'all might, like, tamper with the crime scene. That's like, ooh, naughty. Um, but beyond that, if y'all want to do something else, that's fine. You're not trying to get into the library. You're telling him about you're going to the Barrows to investigate a cavern. Right, yeah, a, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't listening ruin. for the first ten minutes. I just assumed. <laughs> it's the Barrows, not the library. Oh, shit, sorry. I, uh, I've been smoking very much crack, you know. So. <laughs> Language. I've been I've been in this professor's room all day. <laughs> yes, it turns it turns into a hot box. <laughs> oh no! Okay, uh, my mistake. Um, we go we go to um barrows nearby, you know. And um, if we die there, we want somebody to know that we are not dead. All right, straight up. Oh, like a little after school adventuring. Get yes, on. yes, yes, yes. That's what we. That's do. like some of the best ways to get ahead. Or just. In, out there just doing your thing living your life you know beat play by the beat of your own drum or in your case strum by the beat of your own ukulele you know yeah thank you cool oh shoot yes um 
he kind of like ruffles through his drawers and he pulls out like a little white pearl and he uh, hands it to Grookey and he goes, okay, so that's like a pearl that will tell me I have a leg to it right here and he holds it up and it'll tell me if you die, this pearl will turn black and I will report your death to the principal and your family. Oh. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you. Welcome. And you said you're in the Barrows. Like, do you have like a more specific like location that way we can like find you? Nope. I've so you have no, no more fun. specifics. Nothing. Do you know? Are there places in the Barrows that we should avoid or head to? I don't know what you're doing. I don't know anything about these Barrows. Oh. Um. I mean, let's see here. I would recommend. Are y'all affiliated with any of the gangs? Like, not to like assume. What? What? What was the name of the gang we're going to be doing this for? You were going Silver to be doing it for the cal- for the cackling moon. Yeah, Grookey's uh, a crip. <laughs> That's a different plane. It doesn't count. <laughs> Wait, you say gangs plural? How much of a gang problem is there in the barrels? The barrels are where all the gangs go to duke it out. Yeah. Just slowly turn my head uh, to Ross. I give him a thumbs up. That's also up. where like a lot of people live. It's not like only gangs. Like it's like it, it'd be reductivist to say, "Oh yeah, don't go to the Barrows. It's all gangs." Like no, that's not the case. Like eighty percent tops. <laughs> Just staring at Ross still. <laughs> <laughs> thumbs up. So how how many of those pearls do you have? Uh, I get restocked like every other day. Um, That's disappointing. Once you, you know, once you hand them out, they're only good for that one person. He like pulls, he opens up the desk and there's like just a drawer full of pearls. Huh. Can we I mean, I guess, make use of one of those, please? Yeah, yeah. So that way in case one of you die, but not the one who's linked to the pearl. I gotcha. I gotcha. He kind of hands each of you the like white looking pearl. Why does the school need so many of these? Hmm? What? Of course they would need this many of these. You need one for basically every student who's going to go adventuring, which is basically all of them. Shouldn't these just get handed out on day one, then? Nah, we like people to be, uh, you know... Proactive and ask. Proactive, yeah. Because if you just hand it to everyone, they're like, oh, I don't need this, and then they toss it in their drawer, and then they die without having the pearl on hand, and it doesn't do nothing then. Okay. I didn't know that this existed until you mentioned that. Are there any other things that we would only know if we ask about? I guess you'd have to ask. Uh, <laughs> Professor, what <laughs> other things are there that we only find out if we ask? Hmm. He, like, begins opening drawers. <laughs> and he's, like, closing them. No, that's for sophomores. No, that's pretty much it. That's all I got. All right, until I find out the next thing I was supposed to have asked. Uh, thank you, Professor. You are welcome. Actually, there's a question. Are there other questions that I should be asking? What? I don't wrong, understand. Wrong, wrong Professor. We, we need to... Is there obvious common knowledge that I or us do not have? Is there, uh, well... I mean, that for this down to particular like, mission, not just in general, knowledge. not what is the meaning of life, barrow specific. Well, is do there I, you obvious... consider the meaning of life common knowledge? Yeah, <laughs> maybe yes. meaning of life. Is I death. did say that that's pretty specific knowledge. Most people can count to 42, right? So, yeah, I guess. What? I don't, I don't get that reference. We don't have a book that talks about it here. Oh, my Aww. God. So, y'all are going to the Barrows. Y'all have y'all's pearls, just in case any of you die. Uh, not really, like, a tracking agent or anything. So, the, the more specific you can get me than in the Barrows, the faster I'll be able to find any of your bodies. Cackling moon territory. Why is it called the Barrows? Hmm? Cackling moon territory? Yeah. Oh, shoot! Yeah, I know them. Blaze! Tall, panther-looking girl. Uh, I mean, I talked to Eric, but yeah, she was there. Yeah, you do remember Blaze. Blaze was uh, the panther-looking female who was walking out with a long uh, leather box. 
and was scary. And was scary. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, you're, you're going to be in good hands. They're not going to just, like, stab you in the throat just because you t looked at them funny. They're not that kind of gang. Actually, none of the gangs are that kind of gang, but they specifically aren't. Is there a particularly not good gang? Yeah. Which one is the particularly <laughs> not good gang? Uh, I'd say the worst one's probably Billy M. Barrington and his boys. And why are they the particularly bad ones? Oh, uh, because they're cops. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they well, can basically do anything they want to you with impunity and, you know... They get to wear the little hat that says, oh, I'm enforcing the peace. It's like, dude, you're hitting a halfling elderly woman with a baseball bat and stealing her groceries. Pretty uncool. Well, she didn't try to resist. I know, right? They have a badge. <laughs> if they have hey. a badge, they have to be a good person. Wasn't that the woman simply hard of hearing? <laughs> Very correct. All of this is true. Is there a gang that has a particularly good reputation? And if so, who? Good reputation? What do you mean by a good reputation? Like a nefarious They're reputation? Or like trustworthy a for the deals that they make. Oh, yeah. Probably Cacklin Moon. All right. That is good to know. Thank you, Professor. Yeah. I mean, shoot. Are, are there any other professors that we should visit before we head down there? I mean, Blaze's sister is one of the faculty. Can we go talk to her then? Yeah, she's uh, uh, the uh, the rogue teacher. Oh, that's my teacher. Mm -hmm. Wait, a gang leader's sister is the rogue teacher? Oh, okay, that sure, that checks out. Yeah. Fine, should we go talk to her then? I mean, you have no idea how much it cost us to get, you know, Miss Storm, you know, out of the gang life and into the faculty and into the teaching of people who might go into the gang life. Oh, it's pretty wild. I mean, it seems like it would make sense. high up on the payroll. Really? That seems like that would be an easy conversation because you could simply have her funnel students Recruits. into the gang. For yes, that seems like that would have been an easy accident. Is this yeah, but like extra credit? Wait, let me guess. Uh -huh. the, the headmaster is in charge of recruiting. Hmm? Why wouldn't he be? I mean, I guess. Ah, fucking worse. <laughs> Language. <laughs> I, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. So y'all want to head over to the rogue teacher? Sure. Yep. All right. Make an investigation check. See if you can find her. Investigation. Can add guidance if anybody wants it. <laughs> eight. Crisp eight. So there's no like office hours listed on the syllabus or anything. Or as a matter of fact. If you look at Storm's office hours, it just says, do not talk to me. <laughs> just do not disturb. <laughs> okay, so that'll be a 15. All right. So we got an 18 from Mr. Damien Darkhoof, a 15 from Rubble. Uh, Grookey, do you want to investigate as well? Yes. All right. And I will make a stealth check for Mrs. Storm. That's a spicy nat 20. <laughs> no. Aw, oh, oh, come on. <laughs> it is, in fact, a natty 11. <laughs> All right. I don't so want y'all to actually see her bonuses, so I'm going to GM roll it real quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't need to see that spicy, like, plus 14. <laughs> <laughs> I spelled the wrong way. Oh, that's why. All right. She rolled a natural four. So, Damien, you actually uh, spot the uh, rogue teacher. Um, she is wearing active camouflage and she is. She's collapsed against one of the lockers. But it's like you saw her at just like the perfect angle where if you were looking at her at any other angle, she would blend in with the lockers perfectly. Ah. 
themselves if I unmute. <laughs> so Damien's going to walk past, but he's going to try and do that cool thing where he kind of walks straight past her and then leans on the next blocker, looking mm-hmm. away from her. He's going to say, hey, uh, got a minute for a question? I suppose you didn't look at my office hours. Hi, teacher. You're not in your office for hours. (laughs) Hello, Ray. So we are going to help your sister's crew. Mm -hmm. And uh, we thought it'd be a good idea to let somebody in charge know in case we die. Did y'all have pearls? Yeah, the, the shifty guy gave them to us. Oh, okay. Wait, which one? <laughs> the the bar guy? Ah, uh, okay. I don't like him. He smells like pot. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Hey, shut up, you stupid halfling. <laughs> Language. <laughs> I didn't say any fucking swear words, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> so you're helping my sister out with one of her side projects? Yeah. Okay. I got a map. Okay. So is there something we're heading, you want me to do? Well, if we're heading down there, is there anything that we should be aware of since it's your sister's territory? Uh, yeah, she's in a pretty heated argument with Johan Darkroot. He's one of the other gang leaders. Uh, they've been in a pissing contest with each other for years at this point. Um. Other than that, it's just you know the normal part of going into the barrows. You know, keep your keep your eyes and hands and to yourself. So would this dark root guy's crew be identifiable mm-hmm. in the event that we uh, I don't know found one alone in a corner? Uh, yeah, they wear blue vests. Okay, well then we know but either. Johan Darkroot's pretty identifiable on account of him being a large bright red tiefling man who carries drumsticks and a giant drum everywhere he goes. Why? That doesn't seem like it would be very helpful in those settings. He's a bard. That's his weapon. That's weird. Bards are weird. Why are you guys weird? She just looks over at the only person carrying an instrument and just like, I don't know. Do I get extra credit for this? No. No. Your extra credit is the friends you made along the way. Yeah, I get extra mm. credit. <laughs> Sounds like a sham. Like life. He seems really cool. <laughs> and then she like just starts walking away. To adventure! Ah, uh, okay. Just like absolutely unhelpful adults as far as the eye can see. <laughs> it's like real school. It's like real school. It's like, hey, I'm having trouble at home. They're like, damn, sucks. And then they just leave. <laughs> You're like, okay, cool. Want a cigarette? Hey, you want some weed, dude? You're the teacher. Take two of these yeah. and call me in the morning. These are Didn't realize you were a fucking narc. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I mean, as she she takes off, I think that uh, Damien would turn back around everybody. So I guess I I don't think we're going to get much more help here. That is the impression that I'm getting. (laughs) Is there any teacher that any of us have met that is actually actively helpful? Elias was actively helpful. Ah, oh, he was exhausting. <laughs> that is true. You have to choose. They're either helpful and exhausting, or they're not helpful at all. <laughs> at least those were the stu- those were the teachers that that y'all have come across so far. Who knows? Fine, I suppose that is good life experience and all that. Pick yourself that up stuff. by the bootstraps, you lib. Don't you ever use that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> I don't expect to just be handed things on a silver platter. Come on. I mean, this is your school. I do expect to be this handed This is what's wrong with millennials. <laughs> the last time you guys ran into a librarian, you killed her. <laughs> yeah. 
Is there any preparation that we need to do for this? Uh, asking Rosin. Uh, Rosin, you know that you're going to be going into a underground complex. Anything that y'all would need? Um, it does not look big enough that you would spend literal days in and amongst the, the complex. But if y'all want to take a break for like <laughs> lemonade and crackers, then maybe you want to bring those. Uh, Trap got, triggering tools. Got a water bottle. I got my lucky hat. I got some rope. Yeah, can we use tools, rope? Can we check out anything from like um, the PE room? Like any additional equipment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a. It's not like the PE room. You know how at like I don't know if they have this at high schools because my high school had a hundred people in it. But at college, there was like an IT department that you could visit and be like, "Hey, I need to check out." some hdmi cables for like a day and they'd be like yeah sure here you go and then you just bring them back whenever you were done uh they probably have an equivalent to that like a little uh dispensary as it were okay like a co-op yeah but like you wouldn't have to pay for it as long as you bring it back yeah so just like an equipment storeroom mm-hmm yeah, like you basically walk up, you knock on a door, the little top half of the door opens, and they are like, hey, how can I help you? What do you need? Yeah, that sounds like a place we should go. Yeah, absolutely. We don't need to, uh, like, roleplay through that, run through that. If if there's anything in the adventuring gear that y'all need that isn't, like, super expensive or acid, uh, is something that y'all can just grab. Clean underwear. <laughs> yeah, they socks. have, like, halfling-sized socks. <laughs> prestidigitation. <laughs> I don't have prestidigitation. I do. Oh. You clean my underwear? I just did. That's why I said that spell. Oh. It's like yeah. I have not gone to the laundry room in weeks. I'll be straight up. My bad. Prestidigitation. 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 <laughs> just go, just do the rounds. There. Everyone is now clean. <laughs> I've been working for weeks to build up that filth, you son of a bitch. Restitution. <laughs> Lavender scented now. No. Alright, so the only thing that um that Damien would want to go get is to go get a dungeoneer's kit. He wouldn't yeah, absolutely. normally have one. Oh, yeah, we're good. I almost like exited out of the page. Uh do y'all want to go to your uh club meetings before you leave to go to the complexes or do you want to just head straight to the complexes? I mean, if there's a club meeting, it seems weird to skip that on the second day. Yeah, that's that was my thinking as well, but I figured I would ask. No, you exert your dominance. <laughs> You're cool enough to come when you feel like it. Well, I don't dominance. need to be here. Your shit kicked out of us twice on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I only got shit kicked out of me once on the first day. <laughs> this is all true. You guys had a really shitty first day. The librarian yes. tried to kill us. So, yes. <laughs> These, this is all very true. At least you weren't a victim of latent racism. Well, <laughs> we latent? don't know why <laughs> Damien <laughs> Dogstar kicked the shit out of you. Or Bart Briarstone. Yeah. Targeted me because of my pink wow. ukulele and my lovely half orc heritage. Mm, could be. Motherfucker. Could be that. But let's run over straight to the uh, to the club meetings. There's actually something that happens for each of you in your sort of club meeting. Rubble and Damien, uh, as y'all are uh, reading through some literature about like the fundaments of argumentation it seems to be that that was the kind of stuff that y'all were interested in. Um, but fundamentals based from whose opinion? Because, you know, the fundamental shift based on who's talking. Excellent if, start, Damien. If you look at the spine, you see it's um, it is by none other than the principal. Principal uh -oh. Aberrant. So it just starts with I live a cursed existence. <laughs> As many of you know, comma, I live a cursed existence, period. <laughs> but what does it mean to be cursed? In this treatise on the fundamentals of argumentation, I, a cursed being, will... <laughs> <laughs> Feels on brand. All right. So uh, a senior actually approaches you, Rubble and Damien. Um, 
he is a like kind of tall, lanky individual. Actually, I think I have is I can show this to the players. Uh, and y'all can kind of describe what he looks like. He looks like a hipster waterbender. Boom, hipster waterbender. I like it. Yeah, he's wearing like a bright blue jacket and uh, has all the markings of someone who um, experiment, not experiments, but experiences the arcane regularly. Uh, he's wearing we converse. He's kind of has like an Asian hit. complexion, uh, black hair, very, very short on the sides with like a pair of what we would call converse sneakers, but they would call Constar sneakers. Constar Alvers. Star Alvers. <laughs> and a towel around his waist. Of course. You gotta have the towel. I mean, he does seem to be a waterbender, so that does check out. <laughs> uh, he walks up to you, specifically, Rubble, and he goes, Hey, uh, I wanted to apologize for how Bart uh, behaved yesterday. Uh, Bark's kind of a huge tool, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, just avoid him. He's a big, dumb jock. He doesn't really... Why do you apologize for him? Uh, well, I regularly tutor Bark Briarstone, and so he asked me, because, you know, too big of a man to come down here and, and do it himself. He refuses to admit that he's wrong. But he asked me that I'd come down here and make sure that y'all were square. No, but it is good motivation for me to improve myself. All right. Yeah, you know, that's fine. I'm, I, I truly do appreciate you coming here to speak with me, though. Yeah, I, I don't have a dog in this race, obviously. I mean, but, you know, my girlfriend's friend was like, hey, you know, give me, give me solid. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, but I'll just let him know that. Well, actually, I probably shouldn't let him know. I'll just. Won't well, bring just, it up. Just say, I appreciate you coming to speak with me and the motivation for me to improve myself. Okay. I'm, I'm not cursing the ground that he walks on. Mm -hmm. I simply am pissed that I got taken down so easily. Oh yeah, your first year. It was your first day. Basically. See, you're basically made like out of tissue of paper before you all start here doing your endurance training. Seems like kind of a bitch move. To what? To pick on someone on their first day and then oh, yeah. send someone else to apologize? He said that, like, one of y'all pulled a punk-ass move by throwing a, uh, a spell at his back. This is his words, obviously, not mine. He said, one of those punk-asses threw a spell at my back um, but I'm going to let bygones be bygones. Mighty big of him. So Briarstone also left out the part where he insulted the heritage of my friend, beat him unconscious, and then tried to leave without any form of apology or goodwill. No, he bragged okay. about that part. Uh, of course he did. Of course. So, <laughs> so I, I'm sorry, the part that I still don't understand then is Mm-hmm. Why offer an apology at all, especially through a third party? That confuses me. Truly? I don't understand him, if I can be very real with you. Is he on probation or something? This sounds like something you do when you're on probation, and you know that if you get in trouble one more time, Double you're going to get expelled. Probation. No, he's uh, actually considered high fighter of the graduating class. He is uh, as close to the best student in the fighter department as you can get. Damien's going to turn back to uh, the rebel. Great. You pissed off the junior faculty. But the junior faculty is trying to apologize. Sort of. Well, I appreciate your actions, and I'll hold out my hand to shake. Yeah, he gives you a shake. It's like, hey, you know, at the end of the day, if we can get over something by talking, I'd prefer that any day of the week than, you know, literal blood in the halls. Indeed. There is a reason that this is the club that I am in. So I do appreciate 
you offering words to us. So thank you for that. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, it's at least like something to do. I mean, I'm supposed to be on the student council task force to find out what's been happening up in the library, but the professors aren't letting any students examine the body of the librarian. I mean, it's a student council's job to investigate things like this and, you know, being stonewalled every step of the way. If it is all of the professors doing this, there's likely good reason. No, it's mostly just that sorcerer one. Cool. The, uh, uh... Oh, what's her name? I've been here for years and I can't remember her name. She's the, uh... She's the female Yuanti. He's, like, putting his hand up, like, slightly taller than he is. Say tall. She's the, she's the sorcery professor. So, I should know who this is, yeah? Yeah, you'd know her. Nalkus Oklus. Pardon me? Yeah, that name's hard. Could you say that again, please? Nalkus Oklus. It's almost like Yuan-Ti names are not made for human mouths. <laughs> I mean, I'm a dragonborn, though, so... Well, you're not made for lizard mouths, either. <laughs> yeah, but I'm closest. Yeah. <laughs> Nalkus Oklus. Ah, Professor Oklus. Of course. Mm-hmm. I I'd heard that y'all had been like somehow involved in the things that had happened in the library, so uh, that was another reason why I was a okay with reaching out to y'all. I'm sorry to say I have no better explanation as to what the fuck happened there. All right. You know what? Uh, y'all are doing good work from what I can tell. So keep it up, and y'all be model students in no time. And a good day to you. Go Minix. Go mighty mimics. <laughs> he he's in this club as well, so he goes back with his like debate partner and begins talking with them. Alright, so once we're alone, just turn to Damien. Well, actually, wait, and I guess Damien wasn't really involved in that whole kerfuffle. No, I mean Damien was there towards the end. Mm -hmm. Just note to self to talk to Groupie later. Mm-hmm. Alright. At the You Art What You Eat Club, Miss Annabivia Bondart student council president, uh, approaches Ray, uh, and she has a little basket of cookies in her hand. Ooh, cookies. Yeah. She walks up, and she, like, holds out the cookies, and she's like, hi, I, I heard from Professor Dawnstar that you were in the library when everything went down, so I baked you some a few better cookies for you and, like, your little party. I blush. Uh, I, I know how traumatic these, like, first experiences with death might be, or you know, your first battle. I don't I don't know if this is how experienced y'all are, but y'all are first years, so I assume, like, hey, maybe y'all aren't super in touch or knowledgeable about this stuff. Uh, I know that the first time I had to take someone's life was pretty awful. Some students just straight up don't return to the academy after something like that. Oh, uh... Oh. Okay, bye! <laughs> she just, like, hands you the basket full of cookies and heads off to, uh, begin making butterscotch snaps. I don't know what those are, but I'm going to pretend like they're real. Alright, important question. What yeah. kind of cookies? There are three different types of cookies. There's about a half dozen each of chocolate chip, snickerdoodle, and sugar with white chocolate kiss in the middle. Alright, now I want cookies. Wait, did you pre-plan the fucking flavors of the cookies? You'll never know. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 and Grookey Dookie, the man, the myth, the legend, is the last one that we're going to visit here on the clubs. Um, you are actually approached by uh, Bark Briarstone himself. Oh, for fuck's um, sake, I'm getting beat up again, you man. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. No, I'm getting beat up again. Uh, Bark Briarstone is at getting into treble. Um, he is still wearing like all of the same clothes that he was wearing before. Um, but he is basically teaching a lot of the first year perspective, like ballerina fighters, uh, how to be on point, like how to move and, and dance within a battlefield. Right. And you're looking at his movements and it is truly graceful considering the fact that whenever he's fighting you he's also usually wearing like almost full plate and uh he kind of notices you with your uh bright pink ukulele yeah. and he like 
waves off his uh, crowd of admirers. And he goes, thought I recognized that bright pink ukulele. Yep. If it ain't the little halfy who got his friend to sing a spell behind my back. No, I didn't get him to do anything. You know, he was just provoked by how much of a fucking asshole you would be. Well, I'll tell you what. I do two things better than anyone else in this whole school. That's kick ass, run a ball, and move with the dancer's grace. <laughs> all right. I'm going to laugh on it. Laugh all you want, pink boy. We'll see who's laughing when I leave you in the dirt again. Although last time I left you on the tile of the hallway. So it's a little, it's a little different. Nah, Grookey obviously fucking hates this guy. And in any other circumstance, he would roll initiative. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't want to get his ass kicked again. Not right before you're going to be going into a giant undergun complex. Exactly. And he's like, see you later, pink boy. And kind of just like walks back to his group of admirers. He's like, all right, ladies, let me show you how to be on point. Damn. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker. I'm trying to think of uh, <laughs> something I can do, but I don't think I got anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I mean, gonna you got some that. spells, but I mean, like, shoot, if you throw a spell at his back, that's a one-way ticket to the pain train. That is a one-way ticket to the pain train. <laughs> hmm. What is my dex? Shit. Not very good. <laughs> 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 challenge him to a dance off <laughs> like okay you say you're the most graceful motherfucker here but can you dance with the feeling <laughs> oh my god that'd be fucking fantastic what am I doing in the club uh, you're at the uh, getting into trouble which is basically uh, a club that's all about uh, exploring your artistic passions be it like voice, storytelling, dance, uh, stuff like that. Right now, um, you're probably just kind of like showing the committee members of the club like what you can do, and then they'll probably assign you a part to their like talent show that they have at the end of the semester. Right. As he's, he's, he's walked off, right? Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's gone. He, he's not, like, gone, gone. He's, like, across a field, like, showing uh, the ballerinas what's up. All right, I think I'm going to leave it at that for now. Is this Caden showing restraint? <laughs> what? We love to see it. It's not going to last long, one. So all the club meetings in, y'all reconvene back at the front of the uh, academy, and y'all can make your way over to the... Uh, the barrows so i think on the way over there damien would be talking to ray so what do we know about what we're supposed to be doing in here i know you have a map but that doesn't say what we're supposed to be doing down there uh mitch you have been doing this kind of research into this complex it's basically this everything for months at this point and you don't know the specifics of everything that's supposed to be down there, but there's no doubt in your mind that whatever it is, it was hugely important. Um, like, there's a lot of conflicting notes that you've received about what it is that's, like, hidden within the barrows. Uh, some people say that it's, like, an ancient relic from the time of the heroes, uh, heroes like coming to Freehaven. Uh, some say that it is like even ancient, even more ancient beyond that. Um, others say that it was an important center of trade for like the first fledgling community of, of, of heroes that came to establish Freehaven. Uh, you know, as someone who understands that they who hungers was in fact a real entity and not just a spooky thing that people talked about. Like, it could have associations with them uh, if it is truly as ancient as people seem to think it is. And all of the texts that you've been reading about it are themselves ancient, like hundreds and hundreds of years old, these texts are. So as y'all actually approach Ray, will you roll me a flat d20? Ah, sure. 
flat d20. All right, a 12. Uh, that was a roll to see what kind of a mood the person is in who is, uh, kind of stumbles in next to you. Um, as y'all are each making your way around and through the barrows, uh, you kind of feel a presence behind you, like a loud, like a thumbing sound. Like, dum, da -dum, da -dum, da -dum, dum. And you, each of you turn around and you see a rather large tiefling man uh, carrying true drumsticks and a giant blue drum. Uh, at his back is about five or six other uh, individuals of varying degrees of uh, rowdiness. And he kind of looks at you, Ray, and he goes, you're that little halfling fella, aren't you? Hi. Kind of like nons his head at you so i was gonna come around wondering why you're poking around in cackling moon territory uh because they said i could it's fair kind of <laughs> like it looks at you for a second because ah yes that's right i'm dealing with children again or it's adventurers uh he kind of like looks over at you so what you doing here uh adventuring what kind cool kind Tell you what, I'm in a good, I'm in a good day. It's been a good day. You do whatever it is that you need to do for the cackling. Truly. You come back, bring me the information of what it is they're doing over there. And there's some gold pieces in it for y'all. How many gold pieces? You like, thanks for a second. How many of you are there? There's what, four of you? Yes. 20 a pop. That's a lot. Guys, is that That's... a lot? Uh, the allowance that you get from your dad is like two gold pieces a day at most. It's like a week's worth of chores. Hmm. I miss the days when Nathan would give us like 1,000 gold for killing one monster. Yeah. <laughs> hey, does, does anyone want to kill one mole? Here's 450 <laughs> gold pieces. To be fair, if you break it down into like real world, real, yeah, real world currency, two gold a day allowance is a fuckload of money. My dad must be rich. Well, you, your dad is an adventurer who lives in an apartment, so he probably has a lot of money to spare. Cause, cause he lives in an apartment in a bad part of town like he definitely does not spend very much money yeah because uh what is like one gold in american currency like a thousand bucks or something no it's 100. like hundred bucks fuck yeah, me like a lot of money is, is what it is but then there's also like huge amounts of inflation because you're at an adventurer's location with an adventurer everybody has adventurers salaries and so money theme, theme that they're park. working on so theme park pricing mm-hmm Haggle. Does Grookey just say the word haggle? <laughs> Am I there? <laughs> yeah, you're right there. You're all there. He's going to say, well, no, 20, 20 is good. But you know what's better? You know, we give you the best information on what the cackling, whatever it's doing. You give us 30 gold, huh? Tell you what. We'll put it base 20. You give me garbage, I give you 20. You give me something good, something I can use. I'm down to give y'all each 30. I like okay. that. You'll be able to find me wherever the drum beats. And also, and he like just names two streets uh, right there. <laughs> also there. Onward. <laughs> All right. Y'all move forward into the realm of the cackling moon. And uh, as uh, we're walking away, I'm going to turn to the other guys and go, who's that? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> no big tiefling big drum lupix not ringing any bells it's oh. lupix <laughs> lupix starts, starts, starts with a starts with a y yep yep <sighs> we technically starts with a j no oh. okay. okay. starts it. with an i we to john <laughs> johan that's close that was that was johan that was johan Darkroot. Oh, your, your teacher literally 
just told us about him before we left school. That was like hours ago. What happened at your club that you forgot all this already? Um, a girl came up to me and she was pretty and she gave Say me cookies no and Say I no ate the cookies. I understand. And I don't, I don't know what else happened. I don't remember. It was. Did you not share any of the cookies with your? No, you no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "This is for you and your party," and you're like, "I heard this is for me." <laughs> she gave me cookies. <laughs> I don't even know if he like heard why she gave him cookies. Just. <laughs> This, these are for you. <laughs> and then, like, everything else is just, like, blacklit in the bag. Wake up, you're, like, in a sugar-induced coma. <laughs> There's, like, little... Oh, what happened? I, I'm, like, imagining, like, little hearts going around her while she's talking. And I burnt you this cookie. The wind is blowing. Everything smells like flowers. <laughs> <Violet> <laughs> Just in the background. Two doves so just appear. <laughs> Two doves just appear in the background and form a heart with a ribbon. Yes, that is exactly what was going through his head while she was talking to him. <laughs> and she's like, "Boy," he just walks away. I, I oh, imagine man. he just stood there like the whole rest of the meeting, like eating cookies and not saying a word. Just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So the party approaches the entrance that Mr. Uh, Ray Hornberg found last night. Uh, you see the large form of Eric Dawes motioning you in. His like giant set of hammers on either side of his waist. I wave. He he kind of like waves back like the sure. I guess we're waving. I, I'm uh, gonna be this gang's new mascot by the time we're done. That's my goal. <laughs> That's your goal. All right. Safe to say, I'm dealing with four teenagers that are uh, probably from the adventure in school. Fine. Uh, everybody lets the barrows do their own thing. Just try not to die, because if you do, there will be an inquiry, and I don't want to deal with it. Uh, it's okay. We, we already told our teachers where to find our bodies. I mean, if, if, okay. if we die. We, yeah, if. If, 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 of course, is the most important part. If. Yeah. Um, I think we're good. He kind of motions for y'all to follow him into the complex. Uh, we've already done a lot of exploring on the side ones. Uh, I've sent a team into this one right here, and he motions towards like a large, maybe 15 foot tall, going to a point a door 10 foot wide. Uh, here, however, I sent a team in, it was yesterday. No one came back. Door closed behind them. I haven't sent anyone else through. Kind of nods. If uh, if nobody mm-hmm. came back, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't you send someone to check up on them other than a couple of kids? Well, that's what I'm. I, that's the entire reason I'm sending you guys in. I mean, are are we sure they're just not on the other side of the door and it doesn't open from that side? Well, the door's open right now. Oh. <laughs> are we getting paid for this yes yeah oh okay Googie's just like oh okay. <laughs> as long as I'm getting money I, I'd like to pull the other yeah. guys into a sidebar real fast alright yeah, should, should we tell him about the guy with the drums yes um, wait don't wait uh, let's I'm gonna roll inside first one sec gonna roll inside just to see how uh, how generous this man is and how willing he is okay. to reward us for telling him that some motherfucker wants info. Um, Eric seems like a nice enough guy. He seems to be part of that like reciprocal roguish relationships that are like, you scratch my back, I'll ensure, ensure that, you know, I scratch yours as long as we're not spending the time stabbing each other in the back. Okay, um, what do I know about yeah, the you guy? You scratch my back, I won't stab yours. Mm-hmm. But what do we know about the guy, uh, who... The drum motherfucker, the tiefling? Johan Darkroot, you know that he and Iron Blazes in the Forge are each part of a rivalry between their two gangs. Right. Uh, the Cackling Moon, and I believe... Let me check his... I want to make sure that I get his, uh, organization's name right. Johan Darkroot. Oh. 
Johan Darkroot is he just says and his gang. Johan Darkroot and the boys. I thought that that was the case, but I wanted to make sure that I wasn't wrong. So it's just Darkroot's crew. It's Johan Darkroot and the boys. Uh, they have been in a rivalry for years at this point. Years plural. Uh, probably longer than any of y'all have actually ever been on Freehaven even. Um, they don't, it, it very rarely sparks into like outright violence against each group. Um, most of the time it's them competing for space, them competing for customers, them uh, engaging in non-violent combat with one another. But every once in a while it'll spill over into straight up bloodshed. Right. So I do have an idea here. What if we simply ask him or Blaze if she is around? Just tell them that this is happening and simply say, what information would you like to pass to him? And then just let them worry about the whole tete-a-tete. Yes, that's what Tuki was thinking of doing. And that's why I could pull this into sidebar. All right. All right. Um, should, I, should I do the talking or? Please do. Okay. Uh, I could give you a little magical aid if you like mm-hmm. some guidance i mean um yes Kruki would appreciate that shouldn't we have one of the debate club guys do the talking no no Kruki is very charismatic <laughs> okay i want to this see true. what he's got i don't really know all of what all of you can do yet all right so uh what does guidance do again guidance gives you a d4 all right so am i like rolling Persuasion or something. We'll first say something and then we'll roll persuasion. All right. Because if you if you say something particularly bad, it might give you disadvantage, <laughs> and if you say something particular good, it might give you advantage. Right. I'm gonna go up to uh, Eric and I'm gonna say, um, hey Eric, uh, I think there's something you might want to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, when we work here, there was this uh, man, a tiefling called Johan Darkroot. And he, uh, yes, he, mm-hmm. he said, um, you, tell, you tell me everything you know about Cackling Moon, and I give you gold pieces. So what I thought, you know, I think you guys are cool, so I don't want to do that. So what I think mm-hmm. is that we give him bad information that you tell us to give him, and then we still get the money. All right. Yeah, I'm down for that. Uh, tell you what, even. Um, yeah, act. Get his money, give him the bad info. Uh, I'll draw up some fake information for us to hand off to him. Or just not helpful if you don't want to put in extra work. Yes, that works. No, 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 I got it. It's fine. Thank you. Uh, I'll forge some documents that y'all can say that y'all stole off the tables. Um, Yeah. See if we can get him in a bit of a bind. Fuck that guy. Uh, And in exchange, you know, I definitely appreciate y'all's forwardness with this. You know, y'all don't have to do that. We're all rogues here. We understand, you know, a gold coin is a gold coin. Um, We will take it under consideration. And, uh, you know, I'll probably get a reward fitted for you. What started the rivalry? You know, I've known Blaze for a long time. And her and Johan have gotten... Along, did they used to date? Never. Hmm. Did they used to date? I don't think so. Uh, if they did, they've never mentioned it to anyone else, ever. And I would, I probably wouldn't even ask her that in person ever. Yeah, I bet they dated. I mean, it's possible. I mean, you don't get that kind of steaming resentment for someone just like out of nowhere. This is Damien's new headcanon. <laughs> Damien's writing a friend fiction between <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, okay, if the sidebar is concluded, are y'all ready to head out into the uh, dark, I, deep dark of the complex? One last question. Mm-hmm. You said that the door closes after we go in, so how do we get out? I don't know. I haven't been inside. See, that seems like a thing we should have a plan for. There's probably a could be a door on the other side. There could be a key that you need to get. There could be, I don't... So, maybe. first things first, then, could we just step inside, let the door close, try to see if it opens, and then you just open it in five minutes, and we just see if that works? Yeah, we can try that out. We should do that. Okay. 
Good call. Good call. Uh, you. I would rather not get trapped underground for the rest of my apparently short life. That's a that's a good plan. Yeah, I'll I'll wait here on the other side of the door. Y'all step in, and we'll see if we can get this thing open. Uh, yes. Y'all enter through the door, and whenever you just make it to the first step, like nothing happens. And then Eric goes, they were actually a little bit deeper in before the door closed. I think maybe there's like some sort of trigger or something. Oh, we should have gotten a 10-foot pole from supplies. So y'all take a couple of more steps forward. Um, reach kind of like the base. It's probably about like 10 foot away from the stone door. And like slamming down impossibly fast. Just crushing, almost like crushing the stone underneath the weight of the door. Uh, do you see this giant stonework door in front of you uh, carved into the stone with some sort of implement is the words, the only way out is forward, find the heart. And in the dead center of the door, there is a large recess in the shape of a heart. This seems highly unlikely because how would you know that and then come back and then inscribe it? It seems like a lot of extra work. True. But that is where we will end this session off. Thanks for listening. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the Patreon Discord, where you'll be able to chat with the cast, find us on social media on Twitter, at Podcast, on Facebook as Riftwake, and now send us an email, riftwakepodcast at gmail.com.